guys, I want to thank you for joining me today on The Father's Heart. Uh, my name is Dave Campbell Jr. And I hope that today, uh, after listening, you're challenged, you're blessed, and you're encouraged in the Lord. And everything that I'm going to share with you as I spend time with the Lord, as I pray, as I seek Him, as I spend time in His Word, these are the things that I simply want to share with you. And I pray it's a blessing to you. God bless. Well, good, good afternoon, everybody, and I uh, wanted to uh, come on and just share a word with you uh, concerning God just desiring to invade our public education system. And, um, you know, if you're not aware of many of the things that are going on in our public education system, you know, the enemy in many ways is trying to influence and just impact kids uh, with just things that are demonic in nature. And... You know, if you've been following anything on social media, you've seen some of these things uh, when it has to do with a, a real agenda by the enemy to invade our kids with confusion, with perversion, and all types of things. And so, you know, parents sit back and they wonder, you know, how, how can we um, counteract these things? Because it just seems like it's overwhelming. And today, um, as I was driving, I really... Uh, sense from the Lord that the Lord said to me that he desires uh, to just impact and just fill the public education system and uh, this week I've been fasting I've been praying and what I've learned a lot of times is when I fast and I pray uh, that the voice of the Lord becomes clear and that oftentimes there's things that God will speak to me about and what the Lord began to speak to me about today uh, really laying out the battle plan is the Lord took me uh, to when Joshua and the Israelites marched around the walls of Jericho. And I, I want to read for you an account out of Joshua 5, starting in verse 13. I'm going to read some of these verses. And then I just want to share with you what the Lord uh, showed me in the Spirit, that I really believe that, you know, if you're watching this and you have a heart for your uh, public education system, whatever district you live in, I, I really believe this is the battle plan that God is giving us, that we're going to see the Holy Spirit begin to uh, impact um, our schools. And it, it begins with God's people. And it, it says, starting in, in Joshua 5.13, it says, Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell face down to the ground of reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for, the, for his servant? The commander of the Lord's armies replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. And, and the person I believe Joshua is encountering is Jesus Christ himself, the commander of the Lord's armies. One of the things you see in Scripture is when human beings have fallen down and you know at the feet of angels, the angels have told them, you know, don't worship me. But here we see this person that Joshua falls before um, doesn't tell Joshua to get up and also tells Joshua the place that he is standing is holy. And it says in verse 1 in chapter 6, it says, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. And the walls of Jericho were to believe to be as high as 20 feet and as thick as 8 feet. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho 
into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. And today as I was reflecting on this um, count, as God brought it to my mind, um, I, I just began to see in the spirit um, both uh, parents, students um, doing prayer walks and prayer marches around their schools a lot of times when the school would not be in session and just getting people organized to prayer walk around their schools, the districts that they live in. I mean, could you, could you really imagine if just not one church, church, but groups of churches pick days throughout the week where they would organize uh, bands of people that would just prayer walk around their schools. And, and because really what I began to see is that Satan has entrenched himself in our public education system through all types of deceptive means. And really what the Lord began to show me was back in the 60s when prayer and the word of God was removed from the schools, the church at that time kind of just accepted it. And for a long time, the, the church has kind of stood back and, and maybe people have taken part in protests and other things. But the Lord reminded me that this is a spiritual battle and the way that you take down the strongholds of the enemy is not through fleshly means. It's not through anger. It's not through rage. It's not through vitriol. It's actually using the weapons of our warfare. And when we look at uh, the weapons of our warfare, one of the greatest weapons we have when it comes to tearing down the strongholds of the enemy is prayer and worship. And so the Lord just really began uh, to show me is, is, is organizing just people within different districts um, who feel led by the Lord to do this, is finding days of the week when they would go and they would just prayer walk around their school, around their building seven times. And even if it was just two or three people together, because the Lord reminded me where two or more are gathered, he is there. Where two or more agree on anything, it is done. And, and when we come together and we, we come together in unity and we come together two or more than two, we carry the authority of Jesus Christ. And, and what is it as we prayer walk around our schools, around our district buildings? What is it that we should be praying? We should be declaring. What we should be praying and declaring is that God's will would be done, that prayer would fill our schools. And really what I, I believe, you know, within our schools, who the enemy is truly trying to intimidate is students. The enemy is uh, trying to intimidate students to um, embrace um, this, this worldview that is, that is contrary to God, contrary to his word. And really Satan has put a, a message out there that if you stand against uh, the LGBTQ agenda, if you stand and you believe that marriage is designed by God, that God has designed two genders, really if your worldview is the Bible and God's word, you're seen as hateful. And if you don't align with the world and its system, then you need to be silenced. You need to be sit down. And I believe all across our public education system, there are kids that are within these schools that God wants to use mightily, that God wants to embolden, uh, to take a stand for things that are right, to use the voice, the, the influence, the platform they have, to stand to live their lives for Jesus Christ and to speak truth 
in a darkness. It, it doesn't mean that we hate people. It doesn't mean when, when people live a lifestyle that is contrary to God's word that we bully them or we hate them or we shout them down. Because honestly, God has given people free will. And people can choose to live any way they want. But as Christians, it's really important that we stand for what is right. It's important in the days that we live that, you know, we're not silenced. But we understand the opportunity that is before us to live for Christ every single day. And, and the Lord also reminded me when I was in school, you know, at that time when I graduated from Vestal, you know, by the time I was a senior in our Bible club that met every day, we had almost 100 students. And, you know, I, I, the Lord had put it on my heart when I played football to lead the team in prayer uh, before every game. And I remember the event, See You at the Pole. And there was all these things where you had an opportunity to stand for your faith. And really, what I am praying happens across America in this time when it seems that darkness is just trying to invade in every avenue, that across our schools, that students would begin to understand the, the authority, the influence they have with their voice, that they would understand the um, authority they have with Jesus Christ and that they would organize themselves in prayer groups and Bible studies and they would come together before school, after school, and, and also teachers and ministrators um, who are convicted by what things are going on, that they would take a stand in this day and that they would not be silenced. It's, it's a decision that everybody has to make and everybody has to make what they're going to do, but I know in this day and this hour that God is calling his people not to bow their knee God is calling his people to take a stand. And, and if you're watching this today and you're a student or you're a teacher administrator, and maybe, you know, you're feel, filled with fear, you're filled with apprehension, I want to encourage you today that if you are willing to take a stand and you simply come to God in prayer and you ask him uh, to give you boldness, you ask him to give you courage, I promise you he's going to do that. I promise you that if you spend time in God's presence and draw near to him, that God is going to equip you with the things that are needed to take a stand in this hour. It doesn't mean that it's, it's not going to be easy, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to face opposition. But the Word tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that in our weakness that His strength is perfected, that He'll never leave us nor forsake us. That when we look in the book of Acts, the early church was emboldened by the Holy Spirit when they came together and they prayed, that they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and I believe that God wants to do that today. So really... Um, and just sharing this with you, I want to just end this by praying for our public education system. As our as students are getting ready to go back to school, as teachers are getting ready to go back to school, and administrators, I just want to um, encourage people um, in this time to take a stand in, in what they are doing and to, to follow the leading of the Lord. And, you know, no matter what the consequences are in taking a stand, you know, seek the Lord for wisdom as to what he is calling you to do. So, Father, I just come before you right now, and, Father, I pray over our schools across uh, upstate New York, across the state of New York, and across the nation. Father, I pray for teachers and administrators and, and students and coaches and, Father, teaching assistants and bus drivers and, Father, so many, Lord God, that are involved with schools, those that work in the cafeteria, Lord God, those who are custodians. Lord, I pray for every believer that finds himself in a public education school. Father, may we be filled with your boldness and your love and your compassion. Father, may we remember that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. Father, may all those who work in schools and go to public education schools, 
Father, may they stand for truth. May they speak truth in the darkness. And Lord, may they take a stand for you and your kingdom. Father, God, I just thank you today for every student, Lord, in this upcoming school year. That, Lord, as, as philosophies that are contrary to your word are being taught within our schools and are trying to influence our children, Father, I pray that you would protect their minds and their hearts, that you would deliver them from the evil of this age. Father, I pray within this generation that you would raise up lions, lions of the faith, that you would raise up young people who understand the authority they have in Christ, who understand the influence they have and the voice they've been given, and that, Father God, that your will would be done. Father, today, protect us and watch over us. Father God, have your way in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. But Lord, I thank you for your goodness and your love. I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing across this nation. Father, raise up Bible clubs, raise up prayer groups. May these students understand that they are not alone, that there are many, Lord God, who serve you. That, Lord, like the prophet Elijah, prayed to the Lord and thought he was the only one who was left. And, Lord, you told him that you have 7,000 that have not bowed their knee to Baal. And I, I pray this day, Father, all across um, this nation, Lord God, the Lord, that the many who have not bowed their knee, I pray for parents, Lord God, that they would be involved with their, with their board of education meetings. I pray that parents who are concerned would run for board of education. Father, I just pray that parents who their only option is the public education system, I pray, Father, that they would be involved, that, Father, that they would take a stand, and that, Father, that your mighty hand be upon them. Lord, we pray for this upcoming school year. We pray that the Holy Spirit would fill our schools, that the walls of Jericho would come down, and that, Father God, that your word and your truth will go forth, that seeds would be planted, and that students' hearts and lives. Father, we pray that we would see an awakening revival in this generation. Father, just like you did in the 70s during the hippie movement, Lord, you brought forth the Jesus movement where many, Lord, who were immersed in the stronghold of just the, the lie of, of perversion and drugs and alcohol and everything else, that, Lord, in that generation, that, Lord, that you rose up many voices, that the gospel was proclaimed and that students turned to you. Father, I pray once again, out of the darkness of our day, that you would raise up an awakening, a revival, uh, just the turning of many to you. But, Father God, today I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your love. I pray that in all these things that your will be done. In the name of Jesus, amen. So, guys, thank you uh, for joining me today. God bless you guys. Um, if you have students uh, within the public education system, be involved in, you know, what they're learning. Ask them every day when they come home what was being taught. Uh, pray daily for them um, as they're in school. Pray daily for educators, especially educators who see sees what's going on and they know is wrong, that they would take a stand in this hour and that God would give them wisdom just like he gave Daniel. Because one of the things the Lord has spoken to me about is really for any educator, any administrator who finds themselves in this time in the education system, they need the wisdom that God gave Daniel. Daniel was immersed in the nation of Babylon and the culture of Babylon. And even within that, God gave him favor. God gave him a prophetic voice. God led him through prophetic intercession. And that's what we need today in our schools. We need people who have the wisdom of God, who understand how to navigate uh, what is taking place, know when to speak, when not to speak, and not be afraid of the times that we live in. But God bless you guys today. Thank you for joining me. If you feel led to uh, share this, 
by all means do so. If you've not subscribed to our uh, church Facebook page or our YouTube channel or even here on Twitter, would encourage you to do so. And uh, just God bless you guys and keep pressing on in Jesus Christ.